Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Yeah. And I got Dom. Yeah, I'm and, I, Dom. and I got Dom. Yeah, I'm Dom. Oh, boy. That's Mike with cake in his mouth, mm. pretending to be Dom. Dom's in the kitchen doing something. And in this week's episode, episode 57, it's a pretty special one. It's our next guest episode, and we were graced with our Canadian brothers from Runbo. Um, so listen in. We talk with uh, Unai and Sean from the Rumbo team. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because I said Canadian brothers. Founder defensive. What, what, are you, what are you? What are you doing over there? Now he's hiding. Why is he hiding? <laughs> All right. Anyways, so listen in. We talk talk to these guys. Uh, we have good talks about you know Rumbo, the future of 13 a.m. games, and you know fast food, Overwatch. What else is new? Typical garbage. Yeah, of course. And uh, you can look for them on social media at 13AM Games. Their Twitter account is pretty hilarious. Uh, so shoot them a follow and uh, get some of those hashtag office gems in your life because you need them. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, uh, on Twitter at PassController, on the old Instagrams at Pass underscore the underscore controller, and you can find me at bgroom. Find Mike at underscore Michael Path mm-hmm. and Dom at he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't want to, he doesn't want you to know Adam and Emoji Blitz yeah Adam and yeah. Emoji Blitz he needs that extra one more friend to get uh, Kylo Ren emoji see I don't even know if that's serious or not like I just don't know what the scene is <laughs> I wouldn't know either I have no idea <laughs> lying piece of shit listen Mike you gotta have some guilty pleasure games too yeah. just blame Dom and it's not like this is the first type of this game I've played blame Canada. I was playing Pokemon Shuffle before this, which is literally the same thing. And I played Bejeweled back in the day. Who didn't play Bejeweled? Okay. You said you said real angry, like like you're really defending you're like defending a drug addiction. Who, who, who didn't play Bejeweled? All right. Yeah, exactly, Mike. I mean, I never played. I learned it from I, watching you. I never played Candy Crush. Let's just be honest. I never played that shit. Maybe I did. I don't know. Who who cares? But uh, anyways. Enjoy this week's episode, episode 57, with 13AM Games. You guys hear us fine? Yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear us? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, is it uh, is it too loud or too? Uh... No, it's perfect. Okay. Nice. Uh, so uh, I'm Sean, by the way. How's it going? Good. I'm Unai. Unai, I'm Brendan, and I got Mike and Dom here with me. If you guys wanna. Yeah. How we doing, Sean? Unai. I'm yeah. Mike. Hey, How's Mike. it going? This one's Mike. Sorry. I'm I'm Mike. Don't worry about me. I'll 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 be in the background. <laughs> All right, so just me, uh, me and uh, Una over here. Nice. Uh, so some other people uh, playing games back here. It's fine. Wait, what games? I want to play. What are we playing? Uh, one is playing Overwatch, and the other one is uh, I believe League of Legends. Probably. Probably. All right. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> I don't care about League of Legends, but what's going on with Overwatch over there? What you, who's playing? What's going on with that? I mean, we, we kind of have like a Overwatch team going on here, but uh, right now we have Aaron here. Aaron, say hi. Hello. <laughs> he's playing. He's playing uh, Cheerburn right now. On uh, we don't. We don't really have like a team actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're just kind of, we just like to. We just like to do stuff in the game. Yeah, we're we're big Overwatch fans, so. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good game. We like it. Yeah, it's too. pretty great. Are you guys playing on PC? Are you better than us? PC, yeah. yeah. PC. yeah we, we, play don't, on, we don't touch consoles here. We play on Xbox. <laughs> don't judge us. I have it on PC, though, and I tried playing it twice, and I did not do very well. All right, Mike. <laughs> I need to show off, all right? Same. Yeah. Uh, so, we can, I mean, we can get right into it. Um, all right. Thanks for coming on. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, thanks for. I know you guys were probably very busy trying to get Rumbo out on PlayStation and Switch. Um, PlayStation uh, and Switch are handled by other uh, by uh, other uh, companies right now, so we're importing them. Like they're handling the ports. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, so we're not really uh, uh, busy on Rumbo at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, just uh, other projects. Nice. Nothing. You guys haven't announced anything new, though, have you? We didn't announce anything, not yet. But uh, we did say we have, we do have some um, uh, plans for uh, a Switch project. Oh, Switch exclusive, or just a timed exclusive, or something you can't really talk about yet? Uh, something we don't really um, know yet. Okay. But, um, but we definitely want definitely something on the Switch. Yeah. Well, it's. I guess that'll that'll take me right into a, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys was. When Rumbo came out, it was a Wii U exclusive in 2015? Yes, yeah. Was there a reason why you guys went with Nintendo first? Like, is there an importance to that, or...? Well, on one hand, the game really felt like it fit with a Nintendo console. Um, plus, the Wii was the only console that allowed us to do nine players local. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's true. And so the Wii modes and the nunchucks and how they plug in. Um, so it just seemed the perfect fit, plus we sent a bill to Nintendo and they came back to us saying, hey, we really like it, this is, this is going to do the good in the Wii U. Okay. Um, so yeah, it was pretty obvious kind of, so, like, for us to go there. Yeah, plus we didn't really have the time to port it to other systems at the moment, so we just focused on one and then planned on the others like as we went on. Nice. I mean, the, the Wii U definitely needed more support back in those days, so... I mean, it was it was nice for us to get a quality platformer at that time. Uh, Wii U is still like a nice system. Um, it still has like some good exclusives, um, I'd say. But um, like uh, at the time when we uh, published Rumbo, it was um, people were still talking about if there was a con new console coming out, and you know, so it was kind of out on its way. Yeah, I mean, for us, we're we're all big Nintendo fans here. Um, but you know, I I had a Wii U pre-ordered. I think it did have a great library. Um, I definitely didn't have any issues with it. But obviously, I think the the majority of the public probably didn't have the same opinion as the, us. I, I think uh, what the problem was, it, it just didn't have um, uh, good third-party support. Cause, yeah. Uh, the first-party games were good. Like they were very good first-party games. It's just the third-party was lacking. That's my only issue with the Wii U. Yeah, I think that that's been kind of their curse for the past few console generations is not really getting the third-party support 
that uh, you know the other two are getting. Yeah, uh, they're working on this obviously uh, for the Switch, but uh, I feel I feel like it's getting better though. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. The Switch, I mean, the Switch is doing fantastic for them. It's it's good to see Nintendo kind of getting back on top. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, like when we when we were working on Rumble um, and we showed uh, the game to Nintendo, I think it was at the time they were looking at any support, like especially around the time when we were making Rumble. Yeah. It was just a good like timing in our part as well. Yeah, and it, it, it's funny you say that because at least from my perspective, as you know, an outsider on the other side of things, as a consumer too, I mean, I look at you know Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo. It seems like. Ethic, I mean, obviously Steam is its own beast, but if you're looking at the consoles, Nintendo seems to be the one that's really making a push with indie titles at the moment, much more so than Sony and, and Xbox are. X- Xbox has its own indie thing now. Yeah, I mean, Xbox is, is doing their thing too, but I think if you were had to like look at the three and rate them, I think I would say you know Nintendo's leading the charge, followed by Xbox, and Sony's kind of fallen off a little bit, in my opinion. With yeah, I, I do agree with the Sony. Uh, with Sony's um, like Nintendo uh, indie, uh, indie support, I feel like it had a strong like uh, beginning when it started, but uh, yeah, like, it started to fall off. Uh, I don't know why exactly, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's weird to me because they definitely had a not not a stranglehold, but they definitely had much more indie support or supported indies, I guess. Uh, you know at the birth of the PS4 and, you know, and during the PS3 days. So, you guys, I guess, how did you guys all meet? Oh, uh, when I... So, we all happened to end up in the same game design class for uh, game design post-grad at Georgetown College. Okay. So, it was... um, we were like 12 students, 12, 13, and nine of those, we became 13 AM. Oh, nice. Uh, we, just, we were just working projects together, and, and good friends, and good workmates, so. Yeah, we incorporated in uh, Skill Itself, like in like early, early, of, like early of the semester, first semester. Uh, and we just we just knew we wanted to make games at that point, and so we just we made a bunch of school projects. Uh, we attended some game jams, and uh, and yeah, like essentially that's just how we started. That's awesome. You guys clicked so like quickly, I guess. Uh yeah, we get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine that's a, a regular thing in in any industry, not just the games industry, but yeah. And also, we all came from like different backgrounds, like. Vastly different backgrounds, so it was it was interesting that uh, we all sort of had like the same passion. I think because I think that's what uh, is important. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Same passion with dis- different perspectives on like gaming. Yeah, yeah. Um, each of us has. It's not only like the skills background. It's also each of us have has played different games. Like some of us prefer online multiplayer. Some others are more like. RPGs, exploration games, things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really useful. Absolutely, I, I think especially in in gaming today, you know, you're seeing a lot a lot more that you know genres are are blending together and in, in so many different, you know, something you'd classify as maybe a traditional RPG now has all of these other elements of first person shooters or you know 
puzzlers or platforming. Yeah, like for instance in Rumble, some of us had a bigger input in how the online should work and the competitive part. Some others were more into the platforming challenges or the super difficult Bohemoth. So it was a good team effort. Yeah, I was going to say that Runbo itself has like a whole bunch of different elements of different styles of gaming just in that one game, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, When we we were creating like the combat system for the game, when we uh, decided we needed uh, something for the game, and like all this influence is like Smash Bros, right? We're a big Smash Bros fan here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We we are too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, but yeah, having a different perspectives on different games it just we have a we, we have a stronger product as long as it makes sense right yeah of course together but yeah that was a big uh, big thing for us so rumbo it was conceived at global game jam is that correct or yes it was a, it was a game jam and on a weekend and uh we were we practically didn't leave the room for 48 hours. Over 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so we slept there, all, all 10 of us back then. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was at our school, so we had uh, we had a room all to ourselves. So we we would we would just, we just went ham on the ideas. Yeah. Uh, there, there's two groups actually. One uh, made Rumble. The other one made Miss Cthulhu. I think on the game jam, uh, global game jam, is called. Uh, get Kraken. Get Kraken, the adventures of Miss Cthulhu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love the name. It yeah, a, it's a pretty great it name. It was a kaiju of Kraken game, where you play this cute, giant, otherworldly monster destroying a city. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm guessing Alex was on that team. Alex was on the team, yeah. <laughs> Una, Una was the... Uh, yeah, Alex was the kaiju part, and I was the Lovecraftian part. <laughs> See, you guys are all perfect for each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we we spent all the weekend there. It was also a really good bonding experience. Yes. There was this moment when two of us, I think it was Takashi and Marty, um, got on the tables and started role playing Frodo and Sam from Lord of the Rings <laughs> uh, in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, we have pictures of that. <laughs> <laughs> you need them. Yeah, that's that's like in the in the history books, the lore of 13 a.m. games right there. Yeah. We should share this in social media later. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, Lovecraft, um, you guys like the new Zenyatta skin that came out of Halloween Terror? <laughs> oh, man. I spent, I've been playing so much Overwatch these days trying to get it. I, I got super lucky the other day and opened up my last loot box for Halloween Terror. I opened and it was oh, no, that I, one. So. I bought 11 loot boxes yesterday. It's the first time I buy loot boxes. Yeah. First one had the Sonata skin. I was so happy. Nice. Oh, nice. God damn it. I hate both of you. <laughs> I I usually grind pretty hard to get as many skins as I can. I mean, obviously, there's a few characters that I always try to get their skins. This was oh, yeah. the one the one event where I I got absolute garbage. I got nothing. And, oh, and this I was could actually one of the better events for me. Um, I only wanted like maybe two out of it. Uh, I only got one out of the two, and I paid for one. The rest I was like, eh, it was okay. alright. And the one I really liked was. Uh, uh, What's their name? Symmetra's skin? Yeah. Symmetra really yes. cool, yeah. and Zenyatta are the two that I wanted, and all I got was fucking Torbjorn. <laughs> 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 Aaron's on the back saying, hey, he's, he's, he loves 
skin, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with Torbjorn. I just, I wanted a good skin. <laughs> <laughs> I think his Viking and his pirate are a little too similar. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, last summer games I grinded hard, and the very last day I got um, the summer soldier seventy six. Oh, it's so good. That's my favorite, my absolute favorite. Mine is the McCree one. The McCree one's good too. The summer games this year had good skins. I I like the little touch they added to Soldier when you put his healing uh, little thing around. It's like a can of soda. Yeah, it's a can of soda. Everybody drink up. (laughs) It's so great. So, I, I guess, you know, since you all come from different backgrounds and, and clearly you can see the different types of inspiration in Runbo, what, uh, I, I guess for you guys, what were your bigger inspirations, you know, as for what you wanted to create when you guys were working on Runbo? Uh, bigger inspirations? Um, well, since it was a jam, um, we really, we had like uh, a team. Right? Uh, do you remember what the theme was, Unai? Oh, um, the world is not as it is, but how you are? How you are? How you look at it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Something like that? So when we first started Rumble, yeah, we didn't really... Is not what you are. It's, the world is not what you see, it's what you are, or something like that. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we just we just heard that theme and we were like, yeah, yeah colors. Transforming into the world. <laughs> yeah, and as for specific games, um, Super Smash Bros. was a big one. Yeah, uh, including like the way the challenge we had all the adventure with the little challenges. Yeah, whereas Smash Bros. has a similar thing. Like Brawl has that yep. Uh, yep. experience for that. Um, yeah. and uh, and online, um, we just wanted to like have play. Um, uh, there's a game in mind I have. Uh, I can't remember which one. Um, and also, obviously, like, good platformers, right? Yeah, uh, there's so few and far between at this point. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big platformer guy myself, but Alex uh, loves platformers. So, uh, Alex and, uh, and Takashi, he, they, they both, they're both really into platformers. So, uh, we had, like, good people, you know, thinking about, like, like at least, like, getting the specifics on platforming. Yeah. Because that's a very hard thing to do. Especially if you're not familiar with the uh, with the genre. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, you know, stuff like that. So I mean, you're you're talking about the differences of like a Mario game and Sonic Forces. Yeah, <laughs> very too. Like we 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 looked at like a lot of platformers from Mario to Sonic to uh, Mega Man. Mega Man X is like one of our favorite games there. Yeah, I, I think I would probably put my direct comparison to a platformer with with a with a Mega Man game for sure. Uh-huh. Just just based on the, I mean, precision jumping and time, you know, having yeah. the timing and the precision, it needs to be on point. Yeah. And then for the multiplayer, I think that so there's a bunch of games, but I think we took some stuff from Bomberman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, some ideas. I remember they also came from Worms or Magellan. Things like having all those stats at the end, the numbers, right. the, the game being a bit snark at you. Yeah. Um, I, also like having eight, nine players playing together, that fun, crazy mayhem. Yeah, I will say that the, the in-between the games like being snarky towards you when you die is, is so great. And really, I, I don't think I've ever seen that in another game. Besides Cuphead, 
Yeah, we didn't really plan for it. We just like, I think one of us was like, you know, it will be fun, this. And we were like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, we needed something in the loading screens when you lose. Yeah. And that just sounded fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was an afterthought, like, yeah. from us, but like, it ended up being like something most people love. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty Good great. Touch. It's really not something someone else, like I said, has, has done since... I don't, I don't think I've seen it anywhere since Cuphead. Salt Park. <laughs> the, like Stick of Truth? Yeah, the loading screens tell you, like, if you're bad at the game, get better and stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I did see that screenshot. That's, that's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really do think that you guys did a fantastic job with the platforming in general. Just, you know, you the adventure mode and the party modes are so good at bridging the gap for skilled players and then people who just, you know, maybe not playing games all the time just because of how quick each level is. You know, it can go anywhere from, like, 15 seconds to a minute. Um, so it really doesn't, like... I feel like it, it is the right pace to keep, you know, someone who's good at games who's going to have, you know, no problem breezing through and people who maybe aren't the best and might die every time or, you know, not reach the end, it's so quick and switching over that it, it, it makes it very approachable for, you know, anyone from casual to hardcore. And then with the behemoth mode, I mean, then you're really just preaching towards the, the more hardcore gamers. Yeah, like, part of our variety is we, ha we also have different levels of skill. So, Aaron has left the room now. Um, so, for instance, um, Every level we make, Aram has to be able to beat it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we Except the Bohemoth. The Bohemoth is... Some, some is... Some designed the Bohemoth. I'm going to say he's the best Rumble player. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's his little baby. <laughs> Tom, Tom's also really into uh, multiplayer games, and like uh, he likes challenge. So like he, he just really wanted to create uh, a mode that sort of... Only uh, he could beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, so it's um, we we just we just had a lot of ideas. We had like way more, but we cut it down to a few specific that we thought would like really work for the game. Um, yeah, we used to have more modes. We had more modes. We had more power ups, um, and we we just looked at it and just trimmed it down to like a few few more few. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys did find the right balance. I think there's you know. The right amount of content in there that caters to both both sides of of the audience. Yeah, even the King of the Hill mode, which is personally my least favorite. <laughs> there's a lot of people online who really enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's important to 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 have something for everybody in there. At least as many as many different types of audience, you know, gamers you, you can. Yeah, that's important for us, especially when we all come from a different, diverse background of uh, uh, gaming. So we want ex we want at least some person, some someone to pick up pick up Rumble and find something they love. Yeah. Uh, right. So that was important for us. Of course, absolutely. So, on top of you know being your own entity and you know making this pretty fantastic, you know. I, indie game but i feel i feel weird saying indie game i feel like at this point in time like m more indie developers are making better games than triple a oh, yeah. developers are at this point in time 
<laughs> for sure like indie games are stepping up their like quality you know it's, yeah. it's starting to get like it's starting to blur the lines between like double A at this point it's, uh, I can't oh. tell sometimes <laughs> absolutely I mean I I definitely at this point in time the majority of the games I purchase are probably independently developed or or just smaller teams I mean looking at this past the past couple months shut the fuck up Tom. <laughs> um i mean besides obviously things like you know mario and and, and destiny 2 i mean in zelda <laughs> those are those are He's just listing all the games yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you know i mean golf story and stardew valley are all over my switch right now and i can't get enough of them uh, stardew valley is one of my favorite like oh. i really love the like management genre like farming it's so you good. Played, you played Harvest Moon before? Oh, of course, yeah. I haven't. I have not played. I don't think I've played any of the 3DS ones. I've. The last time I played Harvest Moon was probably on the Super Nintendo. Maybe Game yeah, Boy Advance. I think everyone, like most of everyone, plays Harvest Moon through that to the SNES one. Believe so. I feel like, like that's that when they were at their peak. Sorry. I, I feel like the Super Nintendo ones were were kind of at their peak. The I mean, some of the th- 3DS ones and stuff. There was an N64 too, right? Yeah, yeah Harvest Moon 64. I don't know well, if I ever played uh, that. Yeah, the 64 ones, um, I think, were made at that point by the same developers. But um, at some point, they left, and some other people took over, and they created a new new uh, game called uh, Story of Seasons, I think. Okay, yep. yeah. That sounds familiar. Yep. Yeah, um, I don't know if... The, I don't know about, at what point they left, but um, at the, at, like once they left, I... I noticed like a dip in like the difference. Like it was weird to me. So like I and I, I actually looked it up and I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. The, the this game is playing differently than it has in the past. Yeah, and then uh, and then I heard about Story of Seasons and picked it up on the 3DS and like I loved it. Yeah. I don't. I I have to give Story of Seasons a try. I got Fantasy Life when that came out probably two years ago at this point, and I couldn't get into it. Uh, I, I heard about that game. It, it seemed a bit too hardcore for me. I don't know if it, that was what I was looking for, but it's yeah. interesting though. I, I definitely, with those games, I'm looking for a good balance of like, I want to play it and relax. Yeah. I, I don't want to like have to think too, too much. Like Animal Crossing for me, I think, is my perfect balance of that type of game. So it's having Stardew on the Switch, it really just makes me want Animal Crossing so bad. That's what, uh, that's, I haven't played... Um... Animal Crossing yet? Uh, I've uh, I know about it. Uh, it seems really something I'd really want on the Switch, though. Like just like they announced the uh, mobile version of the game. I'm not really into mobile games. Like, um, uh, yeah, like I don't a, play mobile either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like it. I might give it a try just because uh, I, I want to see how it like, plays. But yeah, I think the Switch version is where I'm hoping they announce. Yeah, I think I think it will end up when I when I look at like what. Nintendo from themselves has announced for next year. It's not a lot. So I have high hopes that Animal Crossing may be one of their later in the year titles. Because mm-hmm. uh, they really, I mean, I think all that that's being published by or developed by Nintendo for next year that's announced is uh, the new Yoshi game and the new Kirby game. So they're going to need something for later in the year. And then maybe it's also a Smash 4 port. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, they they just uh, released the update for the GameCube controller. I know. I feel like there's no other re- there's no other reason to do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna see uh, Hugh or Val in Smash? Is that a Is that a possibility? 
Fingers crossed. Uh, I mean, it, it. There's definitely room for, for some indie indie guys, on that roster. That's for sure. I, I don't think uh, any of the characters were indies, though, right? Uh, no, not in Smash Four. But I think on the ballot, when they did one of the ballots, I think Shantae was pretty high was and Shovel Knight. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Shovel Knight and Shantae were both up pretty high on that list. Mm. I, I actually wonder if that actually beat Bayonetta. I just I would love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, honestly, I think there were there were things that beat Bayonetta. I don't really know how Bayonetta squeezed you in there. You think there's a conspiracy here? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Possibly. Shrek was robbed. Uh, I feel like Bayonetta was Corey. popular um, in across, just like in general. I don't know. I actually didn't look at the board too much, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah. But it's like the right fit, too. I don't like, think... Did they... Mike, did they ever, like... They never released the the, like the, actual the actual numbers to us, right? I don't think they gave us the actual numbers. They just said, like... They might have said, like, who came in, like, the top... They, they mentioned people that, like, were requested and that ultimately didn't win. Yeah. And I forget they listed, like, uh, how, like, an actual numerical, like, this game in second, so, you know, tough luck, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was a I few... Who came in second? Did, did, did they say that? Sorry? I don't think they said specifically who came in second. I think they just said, mentioned like certain names of characters that just couldn't make it. Like we couldn't, do, we didn't do this. Yeah. Because whatever. I'm I'm hopeful, and I think they will bring a Smash Four port next year. Uh, and it would be awesome if they took all of the features that were exclusive to the 3DS version and just bumped them on over. And then hey, I mean, you can bring Ice Climbers back. I'm not gonna be mad about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, the 3DS um, uh, features were kind of cool. Like the, uh, yeah, like a, that whatever that adventure battle mode, like yeah, that was so fun. much fun. Yeah, I would just play it like on like the bus, and it was it was just a good like session. Yeah, just it. it was kind of fun. It was always a good time. I, I like Rumbo. At the very least, you guys should lobby to get like a level because a, a Rumbo stage in Smash would be pretty awesome. Hey, at this point, we're just happy if there's a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how, that's how it starts. Pretty insane. Just imagine just the chaos. You know. <laughs> Colors changing, the platforms disappear. Oh, my God. It would be... It definitely wouldn't be uh, tournament legal, but... Oh, no. I don't think... I don't think a lot of... Uh, there's, there's an uh, indie fighting game, indie Pogo. Oh, that's who right. actually just released a Rumble stage. Which yeah. is something like that there's a bridge, platforms, different colors, and you fall to the lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. we yeah we we came across that. We we talked about it a few episodes ago because that that I mean we love Smash and we're kind of confused as to how there aren't more Smash like games. I mean, there was yeah. PlayStation All Stars, but I don't think anybody cares about that. <laughs> well, there is there is like some like um, uh, I don't know if you guys play uh, on on Steam a lot. But there's like Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla yeah. Oh, Brawlhalla is pretty good, and then there's Rivals, Rivals of Ether. Ether? Yeah. Rivals of Ether. Yeah. I have Brawlhalla, but I've like just never played it. I think those are the two more popular ones. There's also one like coming out. I don't remember the name, um, but I, I feel like it's starting to get like pick up steam at this point. It's it's definitely an a market that could deserve more titles that I just people aren't making, and I get it. You know, fighting games aren't really, you know, 
crazy sellers. So Nintendo uh, definitely has the benefit of having you know all of this wealth of characters and IPs and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that just kind of makes Smash Bros. Right? You you want to see Link fight against uh, Samus, and you know, yeah, that's that's why you buy Smash Bros. It's it's so great. So. Yeah. I guess talking about mixing all these characters together and stuff like uh, Indie Pogo, how did you guys come across the idea of bringing all of these other indie stars into Runbo? So um, there was this event. Was it um, was the event where we met uh, Jasper? Indie. 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 And the booth next to us was Shovel Knight. So back then our characters looked a bit different, and their faces were like a T. So the blue hue looked very much like Shovel Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just like talked to them, made some funny comments on how they could be like brothers or something. And that just led to like, oh hey, it would be cool if Shovel Knight could be in our game. And they were like, yeah, that, that's totally fine by us. That's pretty awesome. Just talk to Nintendo and hey, could we talk? Can you can you put us in contact with with some other indies so that we can ask them if if their characters can be in Rambo? And they're like, yeah, sure. Here here's the list. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's pretty great. And yeah, Nintendo um, helped facilitate that. Yeah. So I think we gave them we gave them a list of who we wanted. Mm-hmm. They gave us like most of them, maybe ninety percent, and then most of them just just said, yeah, like sure, go ahead. Yeah, it was super chill. Like we signed a contract, and, and that was it. Yeah. That was did, you, did you say that that, that was at PAX? Yeah, Indicate. I think it was Indicate. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's pretty awesome. It's, I mean, obviously, it's cool to see all of these indie developers working together, even if it's just something you know as simple as, yeah, I'm gonna throw you know Shovel Knight in to be hanging out with you guys. And I think it's also an art approval process, of course. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. we will after we design the characters look in Rumble, we would send it to them so that they approve it. But other than that, it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. At this point, it's, is it up to sixteen guest characters, or? Hmm. An idea. Um, I think it's seventeen after we added uh, Lilac, Shanta, and Lilac. Yeah. Okay. Are there? Are there? Oh, yeah. an- <laughs> <laughs> Were there any uh, characters in specific that you guys weren't able to get, or that there's someone you'd like to see show up in the future? Or there's there's a lot that we would like to see. It's just we're already working on on the next thing, so we don't have immediate plans of updating Rumble. There's a lot of indies who also like uh, they asked us if hey we have this character like we find addition to Rambo, but, but yeah, by this point we're not adding anymore. Yeah. But there, there's a lot that we wish we, we had time to, to add. Yeah, I can't remember on the top of my head if it was like, like it was a long time ago, but like there were a few indies that I was like, oh man, that would be really cool to get in. Yeah, I mean, the the list is already pretty, I mean, you got, you got Shovel Knight, you got Shantae, you got, you know, Commander Video. Yeah, we, we had a pretty good list so like we, we were like pretty satisfied with it like it's like it was it, we didn't really like we we got we ended up getting Shante which was a longer process but like it ended up happening which is like totally awesome for us yeah of course 
Chante was one of the uh, ones we really wanted. It's just really cool, too. Just, I mean, I can't even think of another indie game that has done something like that to that extent where there's been that many other, you know, properties in the game. Oh, yeah. We, 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 just, we just went all out on it. We, we just picked our favorite games and we were like, oh, man, this would be really cool if we got our... Uh, this. It was like nothing to lose by just asking. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Nothing, there's nothing to lose. I mean, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no? Yeah, Okay, cool. Well, your character's not going to be amongst all these other indie characters getting, you know, free publicity in another <laughs> game. Yeah, that's it. So, so yeah, um, everyone was really nice. We keep in touch with a lot of them. So, it was really, really a great experience. Yeah, it was also a good process to, like, meet people from the industry, right? Like we uh, we were good friends with uh, the guys from Chariot. Uh, I forgot the uh, Freema. Freema. Yeah. Also, Dreambox are pretty much neighbors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Are you? Are all of you from Canada, or you just all are there now? Not all of them. Are, sorry, you mean us? You guys, thirteen AM Games. Thirteen AM. So myself and Sakashi were not from Canada. I'm from Spain and he's from Brazil. Oh, Everyone okay. else is from Canada. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, we have a lot of Canadian listeners, and I'm not sure why. So, <laughs> I'm, hopefully, they enjoy this episode. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Megan's are great. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're okay. <laughs> We've been better. I like how Mike's like one sentence contribution to the podcast oh. so far has been that. I, yeah. I made it clear up front, I'll just be in the background. He did. He did give a, a warning ahead of time. He, he's our Aaron right now. He wishes he was playing Overwatch. <laughs> oh no, I took care of it. My last loot box that I opened up, I got the Zenyatta skin. I'm all set. You did? Yeah. Oh, you're an asshole. I know. Go, go, right, go, go play on my account. <laughs> Get me Zenyatta. Wait, is the event still going on right now? That's what Todd said, but I haven't been home yet. This is ridiculous. All right, guys, we got to go. I mean, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> um, so you guys are working on another project that's not Rumbo-related or something you still can't talk about? Well, we can't say that it isn't Rumbo-related. It's an EIP. Um, and specifics, we can't really share at this moment. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The primary target is Switch. And I mean, after working on those all those Rumble ports and, and like also like the DLC, uh, fixing bugs, patches, so it feels really good now to be working on a new EP. It's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's. I'm sure you know, you've spent a few years now dealing with Rumbo, <laughs> so it's nice to switch it up and, and give something else a shot. Hey, switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, is it something you think that's going to be multiplayer focused? Really fishing here for no, some, no, I'm not. I'm not. I, so, so how Jesus not is. like Runbo is this game? <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't really say. That's fine. At this, at this point, the the game's still being worked on, so yeah. we don't know. I'm going to say that it has a bit more plot than Runbo. But yeah, we will say that um, uh, the. We, we, we will be focusing on other aspects of uh, genres that we like to, so... That's awesome. Yeah. 
All right, so it's an RPG first-person shooter. Um, exactly. How did you know? Oh, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Time to change it up. <laughs> Who's at my door right now? I got it. Halloween's over. Well, we live in Salem, and I don't—I don't know if the the mythos behind Salem reaches Canada, but it's Halloween town, basically. Yeah. Did you guys dress up? Oh yeah, we. So, the whole month of October in Salem is just an absolute disaster. Like, there's already so much to do. There's breweries. There's you know good restaurants, coffee shops, all this stuff. But once October hits, it's like the whole world decides to come to Salem and and you know. So you got to deal with the tourists, basically. Yeah, which I I mean I don't like the first week. It's fine. It's fun. Like. Oh look, it's crazy! And then it's like the second week in when I'm just trying to get a coffee that would normally take me a few minutes is now taking me 45 minutes. I'm um, I'm all set. I'm ready for November 1st. Uh, what's like the concentration of like people? Like what type of people uh, usually visit Sam? Like um, in all over the world, like. Yeah, it it really is like an uh, especially in October. It's like an all over the world destination. I mean, Boston itself is a is a you know highly visited town. Um, and there's there's easy ways for people who are visiting the city to get up here because there's a commuter rail that comes up here. Yeah. Um, they expand their hours for the month of October too, for just to Salem. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, was, I saw those signs like you know extended Salem yeah. thing for weekends. But I mean, growing up like in schools here in Massachusetts, they always you know Salem is like a part of the history book. So I I, I don't know if it's like that in other parts of the country, the world. Like I don't know if like Salem is what that is. I don't. Well, I don't remember learning uh, about Salem's history in my schools, <laughs> but uh, I do know about Salem. Yeah. In general, I just know it's a it's a place that exists. <laughs> yeah, that that, that sums it up. The witches. the witches, like I understand like that stuff, but yeah. I don't really I don't really understand. Yeah, like that's the stuff that they would like. It was literally in our history books. Was about like yeah. the Salem witch trials and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, people come from all over the place just to, you know, be a part of that. Yes, yeah. We should have a day trip, company day trip next, next year. Salem. <laughs> it's not that far of a drive. Is, you're in Toronto, right? Or yeah. Is that right above New York or no? I, uh, I don't know geography. I, yeah, well, not above, but I don't, like, like, it's like we're, we're closest to Buffalo, and then, then it would be like uh, New York yeah, so you, it would probably be like a six or eight hour drive, I I've think. I've definitely driven to Toronto at some point. But then again, it might have been literally anywhere else in Canada, because I do not remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've never no, been Canada, to Canada. Driving in Canada is a, like, if you want to go to some place, it's like, uh, that's a far away distance. Like, we, we're like very spread apart here. <laughs> um, so We went to, to Boston for Paxis, so we could go again. We'll did you? PAX. Did you? Yeah, we're at PAX every year. Did you go, guys go to PAX this this past in March? Was it in March this yeah, year? Yeah, it was March. Yeah. It wasn't this one. We went a couple was, years back. It was like when we were uh, releasing Rumble. I think it was yeah. in 2015. Yeah. PAX okay. East. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you end up there again, we'll be there. I mean. Yeah. Cool. Show. <laughs> <laughs> so, literally, so we had some of the guys from Yacht Club Games on a few weeks ago. And uh, during that episode, 
when they were, when they were recording with us, a fire alarm went off in their building. <laughs> so like we had to stop recording, and like nobody knew what happened. So I feel like that was kind of like a weird episode callback where. Dom just had to leave because the door was kept ringing. I mean, Dom didn't have to leave. This isn't his place. I mean, you should have gone. Yeah, but I can't. I'm over here. Yeah. Wait, sorry. The the guys from Yacht Club had an alarm. Yeah. So we when we had them on the show, they they were at uh, their office. Their offices and a fire alarm went off. So they had to like we, we stopped recording and they had to leave. <laughs> But then they came back. So everything was fine. You know, just yeah. It was just like a weird break. Yeah, it was. It was. It was funny. It made for a good story. Uh, our fire alarm sometimes behaves funny as well. So hopefully not today. Yeah. <laughs> At first we were joking around because we were like, "Oh, did they just like set off an alarm and say they had to go?" Yeah. <laughs> this isn't going. This isn't going well. What's Plan B? Pull the fire alarm. Die. <laughs> Uh, what besides Overwatch and in League? What else are you guys playing these days? I just finished Breath of the Wild. Oh, amazing! Which instantly become one of my favorite games ever. <laughs> um, are you a um, big Zelda guy in general or not? Yeah, more Metroid than Zelda, but still big Zelda guy. Yeah, would you? So this is I, I struggle with this because I'm a big Zelda guy, and I think forever up until Breath of the Wild A Link to the Past has always been my favorite Zelda <laughs> but, but now I think Breath of the Wild might be my favorite Zelda game yeah and it hurts it does it's hurt like, no it feels like a betrayal to Link to the Past it really does <laughs> I, I love Link to the Past as well it's uh, so difficult it, it, oh, yeah. it's, I mean like the feeling you know like being torn apart between two games like this mm-hmm. yeah Having to choose a favorite. It's a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> Life is rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea. Uh, no, I think I think um, Breath of the Wild was good for me. Um, wasn't my favorite, even though I still loved it. I think my favorite was is still like. Well, I, I have like two almost. I have like one that's nostalgia and one that one that's like I, like I like it like a lot more. And and the one that's nostalgia for me is Link's Awakening. Also fantastic. That is a oh, fantastic that, game. That's a good game. And uh, and then Majora's Mask because like I really like the concept. Yeah. I like yeah. playing that game. The the concept of Majora. Well, Dom can definitely speak on this because I think that's probably your favorite Zelda game. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. That's my favorite Zelda game too, but uh, my second favorite, my second first favorite. Yeah. Did you play it? Did you play the remaster? When they remastered? Yes. Yeah. I haven't. Did they add it? Did they add new stuff? Yeah, they added the ability to like you can time, you can move time like whenever you wanted. It made the game way way easier. Wait, you can do that? Yeah. That like breaks the game. Okay, that's cool. I'm I mean, guessing just like ease of life access, like just yes, like, exactly. Nice. It was um, they did it with Ocarina. I mean, Wind Waker too, where you could like well like fast travel. I I think the things they did to Wind Waker made some of the more outdated or, or aggravating parts of the game a little bit more bearable. I guess. But time manipulation in Majora's Mask did that like make the game too easy? 
it made it way easier. Yeah, see, the Wind Waker changes, I don't think necessarily affected the difficulty. It just, like, affected the mundane parts of the game. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt like getting Fierce Deity was, like, like, not as much of a challenge at all when I played the remaster. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing they also tweaked, like, balance and difficulty. Um, I mean, probably. See, it's... Uh, I also no. knew what I was doing because I had played the game before, yeah. so I feel like that probably also made it a little easier. It's weird to me that, that they made those changes because originally, so they when they came out with the collector's edition of the game... I know way too much about Nintendo stuff, I'm sorry. When they came out with the collector's edition of the game, it came with a Skull Kid, like, figure. And that was originally going to be an Amiibo, but they couldn't think of a way to implement Amiibo functionality without breaking or changing the game in any way. They didn't want to change the game. Yeah. So that's why he's not an Amiibo. But if they change that, why would they be mad about that? I don't know. I also just read something about um, the Peach Amiibo for Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, Apparently she, like... If you scan the old Peach, the Smash Peach Amiibo, you can just get, like, unlimited lives. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, time for me to start playing. Well, no. There's no... So there's no lives in Mario Odyssey. It just keeps adding the heart with the crown. Oh, oh, I gotcha. You mean, like, health? Yeah. Okay. So it just keeps adding hearts, uh, and there's, like, no limit to how many times a day you can use it, and or at least that's what I was just reading. Yeah, but I mean, who cares? All right, time to fact check. Let's get this rolling. So, uh, what else? What else are you guys playing besides or finishing Breath of the Wild? Or uh, Sean, what are you playing? I guess. I I'm playing. Well, I I just started like Stardew Valley. Um, loving that. It's so good. So good. Uh, this is my first experience. I did buy it for PC, but like I I was I tried it for like a bit, but like I I didn't get into it, and I just stopped playing it. Yeah. And uh, when the Switch version came out, I was like, I'll give it another try. And, like, I instantly just loved it more. Like, I, I don't know why. Yeah. Just, <coughs> well, just the, I, the... I don't know if they changed anything from the Steam version. I, like, do you, I don't know if you played the Steam version. No, the Switch is... So, I I knew it was going to come to Xbox eventually, so I was just holding out for that version. Because I'm, yeah. I'm an achievement guy, so I get... Uh, I get... Sometimes I, my choice of platform gets tainted by that. Um, but then when the Switch version got announced, I was like, whoa, no, I'm definitely going to play this, like, in my bed, on the couch, wherever I want. Oh, yeah. So I just waited for that. Um, so this was my first time playing Stardew, but it's always been a game that I've kind of kept my finger on the pulse just because it always intrigued me. I love the art style, you know, and I just like that type of game. Yeah. Um, I think the only change they've made to the game for the Switch version is, I think the Switch version is the first one to have multiplayer. Uh, uh, no, I believe um, that's coming later on. Uh, I don't think they got it uh, right um, when the game came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe it. I believe I don't know. I, I have to fact check, but I think they said January. Okay, but I th- I think it's gonna be the first version to have it, and then I think so too. Yeah. And then it's gonna roll out everywhere else. Uh, but yeah, Stardew's great. Oh yeah, I uh, I've been putting a lot of hours. Just and like I'm not even that far <laughs> in the year. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not. I spend way too much time. The, some of the character interactions are so good. And I don't know, because, again, this is my first time playing it, so I'm not sure if, like, every person's game, the villagers interact differently with you, or if they're always the same characters. Um, but, like, I there's a drunk lady in my town that's just always a riot whenever I talk to her. 
<laughs> well, who is she? I, th- I think her name is Pam. Pam. Huh. Pam? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't recognize her. Yeah, so may- maybe there... I mean, that would be cool. That would give me more of a reason to start another town at some point. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I should play this game. You should. It's, yeah. it's, um, unless, I don't know if you played management games like that. Like, Quite a few. Okay. Again, it's it's pretty chill if you want it to be. Or, like me, I, I kind of mid-max it a bit. Just a bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 know what, I know what crops to buy in. Smacks <laughs> out those blueberries. <laughs> it's, it's so weird that, like, who would, who would have thought that games where you're just managing things would be so much fun? It's it's uh, uh, one of my favorite games are actually management games. Like even uh, it's not really like the core. Uh, like I don't know if you know about the Persona series. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't I can't manage my own life, but I can definitely manage in a game. Oh yeah, Persona Four and Five were like one of my favorite RPGs until uh, The Witcher came out, Witcher Three. But it was uh, one of my like in like it was my first time really. Ex- like experiencing it in, in like a console version on like an RPG level. Yeah. So, yeah. It was really cool. I I wish that Sony would loosen up or their relationship with Atlas and we could get some of those Persona games on the Switch cuz Yeah, for sure. Oh like I, I really still want to play 3. Uh but it's the only version I'd have to get it on is like on my PS2 which it doesn't work anymore and uh I don't own a Vita. <laughs> I feel like you're not alone with that sentiment. <laughs> I I bought a Vita at one point, and I think it was like solely to play Hotline Miami, and I don't think I've ever touched my Vita since. Every once in a while, I'll turn on my Vita and realize I still have a PS Plus account that I've just been letting renew for like the last five years. Nice job. <laughs> There's actually some good um, games there. It's just... I don't know if I want to get like the Vita though. That's like, yeah, I, I mean the the Vita is is just a good piece of hardware too. I yeah. just uh, I th- I think that the oddly enough the the Sony support for it was never there. I feel like other third parties supported it more than Sony did. Oh yeah, for sure. Like Guacamole uh, just recently got so, severed on it. Drink box. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, drink box uh, just got uh, severed on the console and like nice. it was already like dead at that point <laughs> yeah uh, i don't like i'm, I'm pretty sure like i i feel like there's like like the ps uh the vita owners that are just like waiting for that like one game and it, it's probably like a secret like good market <laughs> yeah well they, i mean at this point i'd have to imagine you could probably find a vita for pretty cheap and i mean you would have access to some good titles on there, especially too. I think you can download a lot of PS One games onto the Vita. Oh, really? I yeah. think I heard about that. Yeah. Oh. So there's there's like at the very least a good amount of like classic RPGs like the Swickedon series, and uh, I don't know if Chrono Cross is on there or not, but there's <laughs> there's definitely some good good like hidden gems that are only on the PS Vita and PS Three. Like they never came to PS Four. Right. So me, me myself. Um, so Unai is a big Chrono Trigger fan. He never played Chrono Cross. I played which, a bit. Oh, you did? Yeah, but the ROM was not very good, uh, <laughs> and it would crash. So. Uh, dude. 
Chrono Cross, like, like, it's so underrated, though. Like, it's, uh, I think. Well, it's well, it's, it's, like, it's hard to fall. Like Sega, but he prefers Chrono Cross and prefer Chrono Trigger. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's like a a, a tough tough to follow Chrono Trigger. Like it's tough to be the second game in that series. Yeah, uh-huh, that's true for sure. And like it wasn't even supposed like it, it's got like vague similarities to Chrono Trigger. It wasn't supposed to be a direct sequel. Yeah, I think that probably honestly would have done or at least had more people acclaim it so highly if. It wasn't, you know, tied to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And it's got like Chrono Cross in the name, and like it gives that like uh, deceiving kind of feel. Yeah, exactly. Right, like you pick up the game, like oh, it's a sequel for the Chrono Trigger, none of the characters in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I what I would give for Square to make good RPGs again. Oh. Man. Super Mario RPG is one of my favorite oh, games oh, of all time. I would love to see Gina in Smash Bros. Smash, there's, there's a big like, petition for that, right, Gina? See, that's why I don't think that Sakurai gave us the right list, because I guarantee Gino <laughs> was high on that goddamn list. Oh, he probably was. Oh, no, yeah. They, I they, they, well, I... Actually, before even, before Cloud was, was announced, I, didn't, I really didn't think it so, like, a sort of Final Fantasy, sort of Square-esque character was going to be... For it. Yeah. Like it was a big surprise for me when I saw Kyle like holy Yeah. That's that's this is a big deal. <laughs> I know. I and honestly like I'm I'm surprised that they were able to get Cloud but they couldn't get Gino. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like like I I I don't know. I haven't really seen it, but like, I feel like he like maybe had like a legit loss to Bayonetta. <laughs> Like, it's, it's, an, it's an old obscure-ish game no, I don't know about obscure but it's an old game and Bayonetta was I was, I was reading uh, a thing just like when we mentioned it before so what happened was Bayonetta was number one out of like the Europe region like she was the number one boat yeah. and then she made top five for the North, for North America and yes. I guess uh-huh. yeah part of it was part of it was that part of it was I guess they factored into how difficult it would be to actually, like, obtain the rights to said character. Although, I mean, if they got Cloud, they should be able to get another Square. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think the case with Geno in particular is that that's when Square was Square Soft, so I don't really know who owns Geno. Like, I don't know if Nintendo owns him or if Square Soft owns yeah. him. He's an orphan. Yeah. It's a tricky... I, I think I read that he's kind of in the limbo. He's, like, between both. So... They would need permission from everyone, pretty much. Like, everyone involved. Yeah. Something like that. Which, at this point, like, I I don't know who that would be, because I don't know who Square's... Like, did Squaresoft just get absorbed into Square Enix, or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, I haven't looked into it. Yeah, a real mystery on our hands now. Huh. Well, well I, was, I was really hoping for Sora from Kingdom Hearts to be in it. <laughs> I mean that that would have made more sense than Cloud only because of Cloud has unless you count like some random Final Fantasy spin-off Cloud's never been on a Nintendo platform. Yeah, true. It's true. Whereas the Kingdom Hearts games have been on the 3DS and I think there was a Game Boy Color one too. Uh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, Game Boy Advance. I'm yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Game Boy Advance, yeah. 
Yeah, Game Boy Color wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I want to see that game. <laughs> that would be Kingdom Hearts Color. <laughs> Speaking of which, you guys play Kingdom Hearts? Any of the series? I, I've never played the main series. I played the 3DS one. Was it Dream, Dream, Dro- Dream Drop Distance? Something Dream that Drop made it 3D. Yeah. That was their big... <laughs> All right, we're going to call this Kingdom Hearts 3DS. How are we going to do that? Dream, Dot, uh, I don't know, I think a third one. It's just Sora with King D to D on the bottom. That's the use so, like, it's so ridiculous, I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the three. For three. Um, I just really wish that they would put out the remastered versions that are on PlayStation 4 on Xbox so I could play them. I wish I could get them on my Vita, because it's the only Sony console I own. <laughs> it's the only console that matters, Mike. Fact. <laughs> yeah, naming games is fun. Uh, we really like calling the Rumble 3DS version Rumble Pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we started saying that as a joke, but soon everyone in the office, that's how we were calling it, and then we're like... Hey, we just made it like the name for the game, Rumble Pockets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it works. It, it, I mean, the title itself differentiates it, too. Mm. That's the ball of that. Did you, when you guys were, so, I mean, since it was initially on a, on a Nintendo platform, did you guys ever try to get a Nintendo character in Rumbo, or? I mean, we've been unofficially... We've told them, hey, we really want Donkey Kong. (laughs) (laughs) Justin here is a really big fan of Donkey Kong. (laughs) So if we send Nintendo, like, I don't know, like, Christmas card or something, we always tell them, hey, could you also send us Donkey Kong? (laughs) Maybe Samus or something? (laughs) He will settle for Samus. (laughs) Someday. 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 Well, with that next secret super RPG uh, title, we'll... (laughs) RPG yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't think we have plans for Nintendo characters in that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. I get it. Never too late, right? <laughs> yeah. But we are we're coming up on the hour here, so I mean, I don't want to keep you guys too late. I don't know what time uh, Canadians go to sleep, but yeah, we've got I mean, very I don't know strict. Canadian. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I sleep super late, so it's not a big problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, we'll probably all be up playing Overwatch. Uh, Yeah, probably. So, we should go for a beer. Yeah, Yeah, you're probably also just going to go for a beer. Maybe you don't have anything planned after. Yeah, that that is also a good option. Well, when you guys, if you come to PAX East next year, we Uh are going to bring you for a beer. We'll bring you to some, some good places. For 10 a.m., we remember that. We remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Put it in the books. Get get the company calendar. <laughs> not uh, not Marty though, because he he backed out. So. Marty, oh yeah, he, he was sick apparently. I think it's a lie. He didn't he didn't want to come. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I wouldn't want to either. <laughs> oh, if if Marty was here, he he'd be talking about uh, what's he really into now? Uh, space space station thirteen. That's that's his like yeah and FTL FTL. Uh, Marty's a 
he's a big Steam guy, so he's he's really into the so anything uh, with space and space, robots. Space, uh, Kerbal Space Program. Kerbal, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, his, that's his game. Right there. Uh, so what you're saying is the next 13 AM game is a space themed first person <laughs> shooting RPG. Exactly. Uh, it, it could be. Uh, it, also, it also, the skills work with a trading card game system. Ooh. Okay. And you're both attorneys. <laughs> Are you guys tabletop guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we, I, I run two different campaigns. One is Dungeons and Dragons, like fifth edition, and another one is a Star Wars RPG. Ooh. And then Tom, infamous creator, creator of the Behemoth, he also runs a D&D campaign. Nice. We have yeah, like three campaigns going on like simultaneously, yeah. like every week. <laughs> That's pretty great. We we want to start getting into tabletop because we really have never, and I feel uh, like that's like the one aspect of our nerddom that we don't we're not involved with. So we need to we need to change that. Yeah, you need to step it up. I guess. I'm going to recommend the and fifth edition because it's really easy to get into compared to the previous ones. Okay. Yeah. I'll look I, it up. I've introduced several new players with it, and, and it's relatively easy. Relatively. <laughs> Don't listen to him. You want to get on 3.5.5. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best version. So there's a... In the next town over from us, there's a a board game cafe. Uh-huh. So they have, like, a wall of, like, every type of game you could think of. And, you know, it's, like, good food, beer, coffee, stuff like that. And, uh... This actually, this upcoming Saturday, they're doing a 24-hour live stream for Extra Life. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're going to be on the 1 a.m. shift, and we're trying to figure out what game we're going to play. So maybe, maybe we'll take a stab at D and D Fifth Edition. Who's going to be our DM? Uh, Unai's coming. He said he'll oh, drive down. Okay. <laughs> Someone who controls the ropes. I think there's a like tabletops like uh, specific uh, campaign ones like the premium yeah, campaigns, premium campaigns yeah. yeah you could give those a try I think I think those are easy mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. give it a shot we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> people are going to watch us struggle and fail to even open up the oh, box oh it's going it's to be miserable <laughs> <laughs> it's just like five hours of you trying to figure out the rules yeah. <laughs> the trick is not to care that much about the rules it's more about the narrative just tell a story and have fun that's what matters Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Running So, do you guys? I don't want to. I don't want to talk about spoilers, but do you guys watch Stranger Things? Oh, don't I have. All right, so I actually recently started watching the first season. Like oh. I'm maybe on fourth episode. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Maybe, I, maybe you could leave the room for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I I binge watched season two last night because I had to finish it. I had three episodes left, and I was like, ah, I got to finish this tonight. I watched seven episodes on Saturday. <laughs> that was my Monday night. My Monday night, I watched the first six episodes. It was like it was like three a.m. in the morning. I was like, I should pr- I should probably go to bed at this point. And it's really shitty because I can't talk about it in the office. Guys <laughs> haven't haven't seen it yet. We have, we have a big spoiler um, warning here. Like no spoilers in the office whatsoever. If you get caught spo- being a spoiler, uh, I don't know what I don't know what we do, but. It's not- <laughs> All right, I'm gonna ask you one question, but it's not spoilery. Okay. What did you think of episode seven in season two? Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 like I didn't like it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, it just didn't really fit with the rest. Okay. Um, the character development wasn't really there. I don't know. I didn't like it. So, my take... So, I think... I think everyone on in past the controller that has seen it so far hates it except for me. But I don't it's not that I don't hate it. It's that I like went into the episode with everyone else already saying this episode sucks. So I went in with like a different mindset of trying to figure out why they made the episode. So I feel like I picked some I like some parts out that was like, "All right, maybe that makes sense to get to the next part of the story." But at the at the end of the day, it's it's definitely the weakest episode in the season. Yeah, like the idea is good. What they're trying to do is good. I feel it's the execution is kind of poor in that specific episode. Yeah. Especially compared to like the ones around it, like six and the final two. They're really good. I really enjoy them. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and especially the the scenes with uh, Dustin and I think it's Steve. So that made that like changed my mind on Steve so much. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was so good. That part was so good. It's almost like I want like a spin-off show of Dustin and Steve. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> okay, now spoilers. Yeah, no so more spoilers. He's going to yell at me after this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really spoil anything. Oh, we, we, uh, any any little detail in 13 AM office is spoiler. Yeah, it's like Wait, you can jump in Super Mario Odyssey? That's a spoiler. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's an actual quote. Mario's the guy. You're telling me Jumpman can actually jump? Okay, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Wait, what? There's question boxes in the game? <sighs> this is bullshit. So wait, when you guys tweet out the hashtag office gems, are those real quotes that happen in your office? Totally. That yeah, is oh amazing. No, those, those are like very real. Very real. Like very out of context. So. <laughs> That's the best part because you read it and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, we, we have a, it's, it's a fun office and whenever there's something funny and we feel we can share, has no spoilers. Yeah, and half of it is Marty, so. Should we should we ask them the fast food question before we wrap up? Like, is that a necessary thing at this yeah, point? I mean, the fact that you even brought it up means that we have to do it because otherwise you're gonna like hang up on them and they'll be like, the fast food question. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah, weird. But I don't know if that even translates. It doesn't translate because they're in Canada. All they have is Tim Hortons. I know about Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it works up there. So, inadvertently, we have this weird little, little thing that happens far too often where we we talk about fast food and I don't know why so basically we're in this discussion about whether or not the McDonald's is superior or inferior to Burger King <laughs> um, we actually had a bad experience with Burger King some of us yes <laughs> well why I'm, so, I'm sorry you had a bad experience finish. we went to watch some probably a Marvel movie or something. And we went to Burger King because it was closer, but it, it took them like an hour to serve us. And so after eating there... And I got a chicken just, wrap. <laughs> we just went to McDonald's right after, and we ate better. All right, I mean, I, I'm going to take that as... 
McDonald's is superior. I'm gonna take that as they had a bad experience at a singular Burger King. Like, I don't know what was going on with that Burger King. Maybe they all ran off to watch a Marvel movie, too, and that's why it took so long. <laughs> like, I... I'm not gonna sit here and make excuses for them, but, like, one one point is not a data set make, you know? Nah, I feel like that's... Uh, that's about the verdict we have. <laughs> you heard it first, Mike. Unanimously, Canada as a whole has has spoken. Okay. Well, unanimously, I'm disowning Canada entirely. They can move to a different continent. But they're America's hat. Well, we're going. We're going to Atlas. <laughs> well, I, although we prefer Tim Hortons. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I, now, excuse my my lack of knowledge here. I thought Tim Hortons was like a donut place. Oh, no, it's, it's way more than a job. Whoa. Whoa, my <laughs> eyes have been opened. It's <laughs> a um, Coffee. That's where we get our sustenance. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have, like, Timbits, obviously. Like sandwiches, sandwiches. Um, bagels. They're stepping up the sandwich game. Pastries, yeah. All right. Well, although, although, uh, Simar is good, but I think the my favorite is at least uh, A&W. See, we don't have A&Ws here. No. Wait, we don't one. have A&Ws? In Massachusetts? Yeah. Where? Out in, out in Western Mass? No, down the Cape. Down the Cape, yeah, the Cape. That's also doesn't, that's not real life. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you guys take root beer? I, we have A.W. root beer. They don't have like an, oh, a, a, besides this one mythical woman that's on the Cape, we don't have like an establishment yeah. with the A&W. I think I, at some point I may have driven by in my travels in life, like an A&W slash KFC. <laughs> There's like, like a Wendy's, always like a Wendy's and like a Tim Hortons like next to each other. Whoa, yeah. that sounds... Because if I'm going to be honest, I'm picking Wendy's over McDonald's and Burger King, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, this is I mean, A&W is still superior. I mean, A&W is superior, but Wendy's is better than McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's like a tier list. Yeah, exa- <laughs> see, they get it, Mike. Wendy's is like gourmet fast food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have square pads all of a sudden brands like wow this is a fancy establishment you've got here no Mike I don't even get burgers there you gotta get a number 6 with no mayo or tomato <laughs> can, I, can I have my order and like you just scream it out from the table <laughs> <laughs> garçon garçon check please <laughs> oh man now I'm hungry yeah let's go to, let's go to like all those places right now so, so one last thing and then we'll, we'll end this nonsense but there's a street near us that we, we've dubbed Fast Food Alley, where in a row, like, side by side, there is a Taco Bell, followed by a Wendy's, followed by a Burger King, followed by a McDonald's, and then across the street... Oh, preceding all of this is a salad place, but who's going there? I don't know. salad place is a joke. And then <laughs> across the street is a Dunkin' Donuts uh, and a Kelly's Roast Beef, which is... I don't know if roast beef is a thing in Canada. Apparently, it's only a thing in Massachusetts. It's a real thing. Roast I mean, beefs I are know like of roast beef. But... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's still a, it's still a meat. No, I know I know that part, but like roast beef like shops are like a Massachusetts thing. Apparently, huh. oh, I guess that's, that's not something we have here. See, we don't have Tim Horton, so I guess it's an even trade. Look. But yeah, but yeah. all of that is in like on the same street next to each other. So we we have always like dabbled with the idea of. All right, let's go into each one in the drive-thru and pick up, you know, an assortment of things and give ourselves a heart attack. Yeah, create the perfect fast food, like, meal. Like, you get your fries from one place, your burger from another place, your drink from another place. Uh, 
Oh, can you say that a little bit louder just so Mike can hear that? <laughs> oh, what did you say? McDonald's I mean, fries are better. No competition. McDonald's fries is better. Boom, and that's and that's it. Must it. Be, it must I'm, be a Canadian. I'm gonna delete the rest. <laughs> different in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna delete the rest of the episode and just post McDonald's fries are superior to Burger King, and then that's it. Yeah, put that hashtag up on Twitter. That's a good. That's a good uh, spot to end it. <laughs> See, it's done. It's game over, Mike. That's it. This interview's over. I'm going home. Rumbo's game of the year. Seven years running now. But uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. It was a it was a good time. Um, Thank you for inviting us. That was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I've reached out to Justin a long time ago, and it was he was like, "You guys were busy, then we were busy. It was like crazy all over the all over the place trying to schedule us, but we we got it to work, and I'm I'm very happy that we did." Okay. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, uh, we uh, we didn't know until like a week ago. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound like it's a big deal, and he was like, "I didn't even know." He's like, uh, "Do you guys want to be on it?" And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you want to talk to these idiots in, from Massachusetts? I don't know. They want to talk about McDonald's or something. <laughs> we probably should have put that in the email. Probably got faster response. Yeah, that's gonna be how I email anybody now. Do you want to come talk about McDonald's? Yes or no? There's only like a whole office here just talking to you. Oh yeah, you would have got Rob most responses. But besides the the secret game, you guys can't talk about. Is there anything else you guys want to plug? Or I know you got the PS4 version. So is it still coming out this year? That's a plan. Yeah. And then Switch, I think, is Q1 next year. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully more rumble soon. More rumble forever. Rumble forever. <laughs> rumble forever. Yeah. Uh, Hundred years rumble forever. Then the new project. Sometime next year. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, is there somewhere on social media you want people to look for you or? Well, um, yeah. we have a page in Facebook. We have our very active Twitter account. And we just recently opened an Instagram account as well, so okay. we can be followed in all those places. We also have a Tumblr blog, but we don't update it or something. We have some posts on there though? Nice. We post is good. Mm. It's like good quality like memes and not memes as well. Actually memes are on a Twitter account. <laughs> so if you want to hear things that they've said in the office or look for memes, go to... <laughs> uh. <laughs> we have very good office gems. Yeah, I think, I think our Twitter is like a like a personification of ourselves. <laughs> That's pretty great, and it's at thirteen AM Games if I'm correct. Exactly. Nice. Well, thanks for stopping by, guys. Uh, I'm sure we will talk soon, and at the very least, we will see you at PAX next year. Yeah, hopefully. I'll bring some Burger King. Yeah, you can. <laughs> if our, if you guys bring us some Tim Hortons, we will we will supply you with the finest roast beefs that you've ever seen. Zero. Alright. Same. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much again. Yeah. That was really fun. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, guys. It was a, it was a pleasure. Alright. Peace. Have a good have a good one. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> no, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Don't make well, I don't know. Is this the red button? Is it the red button? Charlie's over with computers. What was the Chicago? Zippity doo.
<laughs> zip it up and zip it out.